0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW approved. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. plus. Support for this podcast comes
2: from Frito Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about prime time matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty?
1: point at the same person it was monday's loss is pointing at tonight's loss and they're like you're the same person
2: yeah unfortunately uh i've decided that after three straight losses i'm gonna have a lot of fun tonight i don't know how i'm gonna do it but i want to have fun on tonight show i don't want to bitch and moan about who sucks and who doesn't like i want to have some fun tonight i want to try and figure out a way that we can get out of this or try and find some sort of optimism going into next show. Because well, I very deeply could yeah. come into tonight and just gone on like a 20-minute rant and just kept, just gone off and got all of my frustrations out on, you know, the platform. But I'm not going to do that tonight.
1: Well, we may not be Kawhi Leonard, but we are fun guys. That's true. And welcome, welcome to this episode of The Dream Take presented by The Dream Shake. Jeremy Brenner here tonight. Rockets fall 130-101, falling two straight games with a 25-point loss or more. That's not fun. Not fun, Mike, but we'll, we'll try to have fun anyway. Yeah, it's and it's also, it's
2: so crazy that tonight ended up the way that it did because the Rockets were in the game. I mean, they were... They were playing step-for-step step with New Orleans, you know, all the way up until what? The, they went on, what, like a 20-to-1 run in the second quarter? Yeah, and then I mean, that was it. The... I mean, something just crazy and, and stupid. And then the Rockets, you know, they, they took out Boogie Cousins and, and P.J. Tucker, and they just went on a run, and they got it down to eight. And the Rockets are doing all they can, but they're playing without Christian Wood and Victor Oladipo against – I mean, a good team. One the of the biggest teams in the league in terms yeah. of size. Right. And after this game, I feel like if the Rockets don't get help for the roster on the front line tomorrow, it's not going to happen the rest of the season. Well, Man, yeah. They to see what happened tonight and just got – I mean, layup after layup after
1: layup. And, and to rebounds me. and rebounds and rebounds. So many – yeah. Uh, the pelicans had 15 offensive rebounds tonight and that's just not that's just not acceptable at 55 rebounds in total compared to the rockets 37 but to be honest like you really can't like you can't blame the rockets for losing 18 on the boards because the when you are tall in basketball the way basketball works is if you go and get a rebound the people that are taller a better chance to go get it people that are more athletic that jump higher are more likely to get it. That's why Josh Hart, who had the game of his career, by the way, tonight. Yeah, that didn't help the Rockets at all but jo- with uh, Josh Hart 20 and 17 rebounds. That was that was a wild showing from Josh Hart tonight. And then, of course, Zion did Zion things. Eric Bledsoe, you know, was Eric Bledsoe, I guess. Brandon Ingram was who I meant to say. Brandon Ingram had a good game, 22, a team high for the Pelicans. And you know, John Wall can only do so much. But, yeah, and Willie Hernan Gomez at 14 and 10. Willie like, Hernan Gomez, 14 points? 14 points? Willie Hernan Gomez? Unacceptable.
2: Uh I I wasn't gonna go there, but okay. Well, uh, Well, I mean, take Kira Lewis Jr., that that's the problem is the Rockets the the only way the Rockets can play without Christian Wood is playing small. That's the, only, that's the only path to success. But when you only hit 13 threes when you're playing small, you're not going to win. Period. End of story. Exactly. The, really the Rockets, right. did, they didn't Go take ahead. enough threes. And for a third night in a row, Mr.
1: Jeremy Brenner, the rotation made no sense tonight. No, yeah. I think the rotation was planned. I think the rotation, like Silas tried to make adjustments during the game because what was working at the first what was happening in the first half was clearly not working and he tried to make a change. And I, I at least applaud him for trying to do something. Now, it's just it's difficult because Silas would play a totally different lineup if he had the liberty to, if he had, you know, Christian Wood at his disposal and if he had Oladipo at his disposal, but he doesn't. And Here's my thing about Christian Wood. I'm, I'm coming to your side now on this. I don't always like to admit that I'm wrong, but either Christian Wood needs to come back or the Rockets need to find a Christian Wood replacement. And maybe the hopefulness, the optimism in me is saying the reason why they haven't gotten someone is because they think Christian Wood might come back relatively soon. But if Christian Wood's not coming back relatively soon, you're going to take these losses and guys like Willie Hernan Gomez are going to drop 14 and 10 on you when they shouldn't be. And the thing is with Willie Hernan Gomez, he should have had 30 and 20 tonight. Like he, like they, they really had no answer for him. They had no answer. And when you lose to guys like that, it's like, you know, I can't, I don't blame the Rockets for whoever, but this is my thing. I think, Christian Wood is coming back sooner than we expect, maybe. Okay, so two things. I, I talk about the rotation. How did Ben
2: McLemore only play four minutes tonight coming off of his best game of the season? That is a very good question that and, I don't know the answer to. And did, have you and I flipped roles tonight without even thinking about it? Like, you're over here being all like, how the hell do we give up this many points to Willie Herning? And I'm just over here like, ah, you know, let's have some fun tonight. You know, okay. Yeah. I'm
1: Yeah, I'm glad. We have to balance each other somehow.
2: Yeah, I'm just glad we were able to figure that out without him doing it before the show. But I'm not mad about this loss. uh, I am. I mean, I'm upset because we lost to, I mean, an average team tonight. But you know who I would take off of that team who
1: didn't even play tonight? It's Jackson Hayes. Why was – I mean, they played Willie Hernan Gomez of Jackson Hayes. And, I mean, Willie Hernan Gomez did just fine. Well, right, and they also have him, and they've got Steven Adams. That's the type of
2: guy that the Rockets would need to target. Like a type, a young, impressionable guy with size. I mean, he was a top, what, 12th pick in the draft? Eighth overall pick. Yeah, that's the type of guy that the Rockets, you know, in, in the words of the incredible Jeremy Brenner, have a guy that has impact on this roster beyond just this year. That's a guy that you could bring into your system – and have a, as a part of your organization for years to come, and I think you could probably get him relatively
1: cheaply. I think. The the I don't think the Pelicans are gonna dump him if that's what you're insinuating. No, no I'm not dump him. Um, I think
2: that there could be a deal that could be worked out for for Jackson Hayes.
1: But the thing is, Mike, like trades are not happening right now. Well, no, 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 not game. right
2: now. Not right now, but I think closer to the deadline. We still have like six or seven weeks. But tonight's another – if you had a center tonight, I don't know if you win. But you, you, have don't much, win. you have a much better shot at winning. Fair. You have a much better shot, and that's why shame on the front office if they don't go get this team some help. And if they don't get some this team some help in the next – let's say Christian Wood is out for at least another week. At least another week, I see the Rockets struggling to win again. And well, if front the front office Washington, continues, uh, yeah. you know, see the schedule whoop, go down with no help, then that's on the front office, and they've told their fan base,
1: "This is, you know, this is your team. Enjoy it."
2: Which I don't next, think is
1: right. In the next week, the Rockets have three games: Miami at home on Thursday, New York Saturday, and uh, Washington on Monday. Which, I mean, how the Rockets have played the last two nights. Those are not guaranteed wins, none of those games, not even the Washington game. And so you need to – so if if, honestly, if they go three games without him and then Christian Wood comes back, you know, they play on the road again with Philly. So maybe he comes back on the 19th for Dallas. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor and I have not, you know, been on a fly on the wall with Christian Wood in his injury situation. But you gotta think about how many games you're willing to take a hit for, like this, especially games like these against sub 500 teams. These next three games that are winnable, they're they're all winnable. They're they're but they're winnable
2: with our full roster. Yeah, John Wall was special tonight. I mean, John yeah. Wall was John Wall was spectacular tonight. Jay Sean Tate again uh, just played a, an outstanding game. Demarcus Cousins was crap tonight. Uh, he played like garbage, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's – I thought Tucker had a nice game at the, in spurts tonight. I thought he, you know, regained some of his momentum. He hit a three, which, you know, I got scared because I thought the world was going to end. I, I wasn't prepared when that happened during the game. I, I they forgot
1: him in the corner finally.
2: Yeah. They yeah, don't they, go to him in the corner as often as they used to. Yeah, uh,
1: Eric Gordon was a shocking minus forty tonight. While he yeah, was, I did, I was surprised by that. It just because he was on the floor probably during the second quarter run and the fourth quarter run. He was probably the only one on the floor for the entirety of both of those runs.
2: Yeah, and and uh, Sterling Brown, you know, hit three threes tonight, but it just it, it didn't make a lot of sense coming off of his best game of the year. Why Ben McLemore didn't get more than four minutes? And I know Ben McLemore put up a cryptic tweet a couple nights ago
1: and then took it down real quick. I mean, if I was him, I'd probably want L2. Well, I think, I think Stephen Silas looked tonight and said, I'm going to play my guys. He played eight guys. Mm-hmm. And he sometimes played – yeah, no. Honestly, I'm trying – like – I, I, you know how much I love Steven Silas, and I defend a lot of what he does. I don't really have an answer for that one, yeah,
2: because
1: yeah. I just, I mean, maybe him being he's that much of a defensive liability in a game where you needed as much defense on the floor as possible, but the defense wasn't working. This was a game. The thing is, the Rockets when they play small, they have to play with an offensive mindset. That's why small ball for the small portion of the time that it happened last year, about a year, about a year ago now, which is crazy to think is when it all started. But that team worked at least in the short term because they were a very good offensive team. They could drive to the rim, get you two or kick out for three. And they would do that on a normal basis on a very consistent basis with this team they focus more on defense and that gets them tired on the offensive end and tired at the end of games which is why we've seen what we've seen the last two nights where they focus so much on the defensive end and they've played two teams Charlotte and New Orleans that have both played that both shot very well probably above average for what they're used to shooting and when you make shots like that there there were shots that they were making tonight that they like Brandon Ingram hit a couple shots tonight that I was like, how'd that going? And Josh Hart was found. It, it always felt like Josh Hart found a way to get open up tonight. So when you are facing a team like that, you just gotta be like, okay, well if you're gonna sh- if you're gonna if you're gonna go for three, we're gonna go for three. But the thing is, the Rockets can't. The Rockets cannot keep up with teams that go on offensive streaks like New Orleans did tonight. They they, they don't have the pieces for it. I know they had. Those two quarters a week ago, where Vic and Christian, but the thing is, the reason why Mike they were able to do that is because they had Christian Wood, they had Victor Oladipo, they had John Wall. All three of the Wow were there, and tonight we just had a whoop. Yeah, and and I think part of the what? part of the
2: problem that that this Rockets team is experiencing right now is, you know, great teams are rotationally, they're sound. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, their guys know when they're going to play. When Harden was here, like, you always knew Harden would come out with, what, two minutes left in the first and you would go back in. Like, they were structured. They had a rotation. This team, not to the fault of Steven Silas, because so many guys are in and out, they just have no flow. They have no rotation. You know, Mason Jones got a couple minutes tonight. It's like, okay, you're not going to play him, but Ben Macklemore, you're going to play one night not play the other. It's hard for Ben Macklemore to get into a, a nightly, you know, feel of the game yeah. if he's not going to be playing similar minutes night in and night out.
1: Yeah, I just, I just don't feel the need to be the dead horse today. Same. I feel, like, I feel like a lot of what we talked tonight is a very similar to what we talked about last night, and it's not as exciting because it did not turn out the way the Rockets could go. But, I mean, you look at this team right now, even without, because, I mean, the Rockets don't have any back-to-backs in the coming future, so that's, I guess, a plus. Now they don't have, so we're going to see a little bit more consistency. I mean, they have a back-to-back, they have one more back-to-back until, or two more, sorry, they have two more until the All-Star break, one on the 19th and 20th, but luckily both of those are at home, so that might help. Um, and then they have one February 28th and March 1st. So these next four games, you'll see at least, hopefully, John Wall and Victor Oladipo, and maybe that will get you closer to what you want to see fully realized. Yeah, and
2: you and I, like I said, we, we don't want to beat a dead horse, but it's something that I want to see this team for at least a decent amount of time together with Wood, with Oladipo, with Wall, with Gordon, with House, with Sterling Brown, Nawaba, all these different guys. I think that team can be pretty good. Because that team won six games in a row. Right. And is that a championship team? No. And that's why it, it is a playoff team. It certainly is a playoff team. And that's why. I was so adamant and I continue to be adamant that go find a cheap center. Don't break the bank. You don't have to just bring in some help for this team. Because if they had a center, they probably win the San Antonio game. They probably win the Charlotte game. You know? Like they could have been two and one very easily over the past three game stretch. They probably don't win tonight, but they have a better shot at winning tonight. With a center, with anything that resembles a center, you know, we should go find Dikembe Mutombo and see what he's doing.
1: Dikembe, do you want to come play for the Rockets? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, like I mean, that's I'm all you without really the game, fam. Sorry. Just,
2: just put your freaking hands up. Like I don't even care who it is. You but know, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. What about him? Why not him? Uh, um, he's not a center. I mean. Size, more, I mean, he's got some decent size, but I, you need a center. Anthony Tolliver. Uh, Anthony Tolliver doesn't get me, you know, all excited in the morning. I mean, it's it's a I mean, he's fine. I think Anthony Tolliver could get minutes on this team. I really do. Okay, I think you and I could probably get minutes at the at the the center spot right now. If the way you and
1: I, if like uh, combined, if, okay, <laughs> if, if if we have you ever seen kicking and screaming?
2: Yeah. Oh, when they put the kid on top of the head. Yeah, when Mike
1: Ditka says, let's create, or was it, was it Mike Ditka or was it Will Ferrell that came up with the idea of the mega person? Ah, it was Will Ferrell. Okay, Uh, obviously, because, you know, why, that, that sounds pure Will Ferrell, but anyway, to those who don't know who we're talking, what we're talking about, basically, um. He called them Bing Bong. Mike (laughs) Ditka called them Bing
2: Bong in the movie. He was like, and then they cut to him and he's like, way to go, Bing Bong! (laughs) and you put it yeah they came you had the monster
1: he was like like the shortest guy on the team and it was like a youth soccer team and they wanted him to be taller so that he could get a finish on a on a cross to head the ball in Uh. they're like oh i know let's get the biggest guy on the team and let's get the smallest guy on the team and put him on his shoulders so mike i guess what like i'm i'm not i'm not six foot but maybe i should say i am six foot just because uh dating profiles you know that that means something but sure. let's just say you're six foot i'm six foot we're almost six foot with shoes we're bound to both be six foot so if you put us together we're 12 feet we're two feet above the rim and i think people are gonna have a tough time defending us if we can just get the walking thing down oh yeah we're set now the question is though, would we count as one person or would we count as two people so we can only play with three other guys on the floor I mean, either way, we have 12 feet at the rim. Like, we're fine. Yeah, but we'd be pretty slow, I think. Let's speak for yourself. I don't know. I'm a pretty fast guy. but so maybe I should be the one on the bottom. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I'll just, like, tape your feet on my shoulders. Um, all right. Let's 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 get some questions before we sign off here. Um. I'm scroll back up. But I'll, I'll go this guy. Uh, okay, Forever the Rev comes with this question what's up guys what do the rockets do now as reality starts to set in the question is actually i'm going to take this in like pivot has reality set in and when did reality set in if, if that's the case
2: well i mean the reality for this team is yet to be determined that's for what the, i think too. yeah for the simple i mean you simply can't determine
1: the current the, reality
2: yeah i mean the current reality is the rockets have to get some help uh, they have to get some frontline help. They have they to get healthy. They need to get healthy, and they, they st- even if they were healthy, they would still need another piece mm-hmm. on the front line. And then we see what that, that team looks like when they're healthy. That will be the reality of this team. This is a frustrating,
1: you know, pothole in the road. But it, honestly, it's just a three-game losing streak. Like teams, like the Nets lost tonight to Detroit. <laughs> like, <laughs> i guess my <laughs> three losses
2: is, in oh, a row by the way three losses in a row by the way for brooklyn
1: They really yeah okay so yeah i mean like even even good teams lose three in a row to be honest brooklyn though they're 14 and 12 that's about a game and a half better than the rockets like they're not that much better than the rockets that's kind of crazy but um yeah so honestly Three games in a row, like, honest, it's been worse. It's been a lot worse. So let's not look at this and think this is, you know, the end of the world. But But the problem is –
2: hold on real quick. I think what's frustrating about the current reality is that it's been against three teams that aren't good by league standards. That you could beat if you had your full team healthy. Correct. That's why the three-game losing streak hurts like it does is because you're losing to
1: crappy teams. Yep. Jake Mountford seven. My question is, who is untradable in this team? I think Wood and Tate are the ones for me. Who we should build a team around? Jake, it sounds like you've been listening to the podcast because that is what Mike and I agree on. Is this team is looking forward? It's Christian Wood and Jayshon Tate. I'd love to see them keep Nawaba around. Yeah, but like we mentioned last night, um, you got to listen to offers for everybody, especially when you're in the position you're in. However, given who's going to go at the trade deadline, probably. The, the the likeliest people are Vic, PJ, Ben Macmore, Vic, Ben, PJ in that order for me.
2: I think John Wall is also a guy that you listen to trade offers on, but I do think that he's a leader for this team in the locker room. I think the you know, guys like Jay Sean Tate, you know, look to him as a leader. It wouldn't shock me if John Wall is here, not only beyond this season, but the next two seasons to finish
1: out his contract. But also keep in mind with this, John Wall was considered to be the worst contract in the NBA. He's definitely proven otherwise now. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say he's proven himself to be worth his entire contract, but the reason why he got that contract is starting to show a little bit more, and he is more likely to be moved, I think, this year than than last year, and he's going to warrant something back in return more than what you know the Rockets got for him. Um, but. Yeah, you gotta listen to offers on everyone, but if someone says Christian Wood or Jay Sean Tate, even for like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna say pass. Um, That's a no, nah fam. Yeah, Mr. Sinister, why are we so defensively terrible without Christian Wood? Because we don't have size. Our only size is Demarcus Cousins, and he's not a good defender. So,
2: I mean, I mean, tonight was your favorite lineup? Not Wall, Noaba. Defensively, Wall, Nawaba.
1: Tate, uh... Should we talk about with Sean Tate one second? Sure. You know, he takes, like, the weirdest shots that go in. Like, his jump shot know, is like, ugly. His, like, Euro step is so dramatic. I'm here for it. Like, he, the way he, he, like, like, he's like Jack and the Beanstalk when he, like, boom, boom. And then, like, it goes, like, way high off of the glass, but it still goes in. It's pretty. It really goes in.
2: Yeah, it's pretty. I yeah. think that the lack of of size is just, it's a
1: killer. Mm-hmm. It really is. And teams are exploiting that. Yeah. Question from d Titus is, what's the holdup to making a trade?
2: It takes Honestly, two to Tango. I mean, that's where yeah. I would go. It takes two to, it's still early enough in the year that I don't think you're going to see teams get desperate for talent. Like, right now is not the time to call Miami for PJ or call.
1: Uh... You gotta wait till the trade deadline, or at least until after the All Star break, in my opinion. I know the I know that Derrick Rose just got traded and all, but Derrick Rose has been wanting out for a while. So like that trade was requested, and you know the Pistons came to the agreement that yes, he should be traded, and that happens during every season. I feel, but right now the Rockets don't have anyone that wants to be traded, at least not publicly. So we'll see. I mean. The reason why – I think teams are waiting to see fully who they are right now and yeah. waiting until the deadline to make those decisions. And the Rockets are doing the same thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got one more question, okay, uh, before we sign off here. And this is kind of weird. Out of left field, but I like – that's why I like it. Kawhi is a free agent this summer. What are your thoughts? Sign some bigs or ho- and hope our picks are going to be something special. So Kawhi, the thing about Kawhi, Kawhi's looking to win a championship, right? Um He's to win a championship, and L.A. is a nice place for him to be. However, LA, like, L.A. right now, like, I have no doubts, like, the Rockets, if they truly, like, if Kawhi's like, I'm coming to Houston, like, kind of how, like, LeBron was like, I'm coming to the Lakers, and you don't, you can't do anything about it. Yeah, if, if Kawhi says yes, you go. And you find a way to make it work. But I mean, what what about the Rockets does this Kawhi want? Like, look, if the Clippers lose in the Western Conference Finals, that might, you know, put the antenna up for Kawhi, and it might, you know, trigger him to leave. But at this point, well...
2: Well, I mean, he went to San Diego State. He chose... To go to the Clippers just a couple years ago as a free agent, I, I would see, I would find it very difficult to accept that he would want to leave. I mean, I really don't understand
1: if in similar fashion to how they lost in the bubble. Maybe oh. I think he stays with the Clippers though.
2: Yeah, I do too. But I would take him here in about three seconds, mm-hmm. probably less than that.
1: And if he doesn't. Go to the Clippers. Look out for the Heat. That, that's why? Because the Heat have the Heat have the space. Yeah. And, but the thing is, Kawhi has to be the one to say that he wants to leave. And I don't know if he'll do that just two years after saying, you know, I'm going to move to the Clippers.
2: He's also got an owner that's got unlimited money. They're opening up a new stadium mm-hmm. uh, relatively soon. He's going to do whatever it takes to keep that team together. But ultimately. I mean, I know we're getting off topic here a little bit, but I don't think they have any shot against the Lakers.
1: I think this is a good time to uh, – with the J train pulling into the station. Uh, One last – one key for Thursday with Miami coming to town. Oh,
2: man. Um, Come out with an edge. Come out with some mad on Thursday. Come out pissed off that you've lost three games in a row to mediocre teams. You're on your home court. Go for the jugular, man. Miami hasn't been playing up to their potential. I know they've got some size up front with Bam. Uh, but come out with some nag. Come out with some toughness. Come out with a, an, a you know a chip on your shoulder and play like there's no tomorrow. And go get a win. Get off this schneid
1: and work to get back above 500. Mm-hmm. Um, try, try, try. It's going to be difficult, but try your best. To contain Bam out of bio. I could, you know, Bam's gonna have a really good game on Thursday. I can I can tell. Is he gonna um, have a 50 point and 35 rebound game? If they can hold him to less than that, uh, the Rockets' pump a shot. Winning! All right, I like it. I think that's a good place to park the rocket ship for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Dream Take. That is our Twitter account for all of our news, anything that pops up with the podcast head to the Dream Take. Mike also runs the Twitter account during games, and most of the time I run it just for, you know, very frequently, very infrequently. If, it, if you're tweeting from there, it's likely Mike, but I might pop up sometime. So be sure to go follow us there, because you're going to get a tweet from either him or myself. You can also follow The Dream Shake on Twitter, S B N, and you can check out all of our content at TheDreamShake.com, home of all things Houston Rockets on SPNation.com. Get over to Facebook, if you're over there and give us a like and you can also um, subscribe to our podcast and listen to us on your podcast. have a choice. If you subscribe and download our podcast, you won't miss a single episode. We go live after every game and we record for the, uh, for the on-demand listeners and viewers. Be sure to follow my co-pilot on Twitter, Mr. Michael Brown at BSW podcast underscore M B. And you can follow me on Twitter at, Nothing fancy. Jeremy Brenner, J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And until next time, go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical.
0: Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from zero to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance, pure design, Polestar, Design yours and book a test drive today at Polestar.com.